everyone. Welcome to the Rudder Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, TVTPFL. It's Wednesday. It is November 13th. It's 2019, and we have seven basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. I'm joined by my good buddy, Gene for 7 Grant, how are you doing, my friend? I'm doing just wonderful. Just tip-top on top of the world. Fantastic. It's a good day. Want a little bit of money, but it's a good day. I spent like six, seven hours watching Disney Plus today. Like, started The Mandalorian, started, like, watched Eight Below, Dumbo, and some National Treasure too. Like, just so many good movies today. So I am, I'm just happy as a clam. Yeah, like, the more people I talk to, the more people keep talking about this Disney Plus thing. And, like, it's so funny. Like, my wife and I were just talking about it a little while ago. And, like, you bring it up the first thing we, we get going here. So, um, it's, it's, it's interesting when, you know, I have a seven-year-old. So, like, it's definitely something if we had a lot more time to watch movies, it would be something I'd definitely You may, watch. honestly, you may want to not get it then. Like, I'm just dealing with a one-year-old child right now, so she doesn't know anything about Disney. But <laughs> if you, if your kid loves Disney, then you're just going to get stuck watching Moana 30 times in a month. Oh, that's normal, though. I mean, that, yeah, it's going to get frozen. worse. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, we do have some basketball to talk about. Um, Tuesday was okay for me. I lost money um, on DraftKings, but made a little bit of money on FanDuel. It was just – I played DSJ on DraftKings and didn't play him on FanDuel, obviously. And uh, did not work out, but, you know, when you take risk and you know that it's a major risk, the guy's probably only going to play 15 or 20 minutes. Like, most of the time it doesn't work out. Um, love when it does work out, though. It's always fun. So, if you guys haven't already, make sure you head on over to our sponsor, FantasyDraft.com. ton of stuff going on at Fantasy Draft right now. They have a $250,000 Hooters main event tournament for this weekend's football slate. And – um you know, pretty nice tournament here for basketball, $15,000 pick and roll. You know, tournament that you talk about all the time, the $10,000, $2 double up, a.k.a. the 50-50. They got a $5 layup. They got the and one $1 tournament. And if you're if you're penny searching, they got penny tournaments over there as well where you can put in 60 teams. So if you're, if you're testing the waters on mass multi-enter and, and you're just wanting to – work on it and get better at it you can play for a penny 60 cents um to make 60 teams over on fantasy draft maybe build a strategy that you can go into the one dollar games the two the five dollar games but um they all have all that stuff that you can check out over there and um i would really only use that tournament it's a 20 dollar tournament like a 20 dollar prize pool so i would only use that tournament if you're you're testing strategies and, and working on things so but they have it all, so you can check it out over there on FantasyDraft.com. We get started here. We got a seven-gamer, like we mentioned. Uh, Memphis at Charlotte, 220 total. Charlotte favored by one and a half in this game. Grayson Allen, doubtful still, and Nicholas Batum is out. Uh, let's get started here with the Memphis side of things. Um, Grant, I like this game. You know, we get a team in Memphis that plays at a very, very fast pace, and we get a team in Charlotte who does not play any defense. Um, this should be a fun game. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I'm just trying to figure out who to go with on Memphis. Obviously, Morant probably only going to get mid-20 minutes. He's priced at 6.1K. I think there is some upside in this game uh, for him, so I don't mind him. Valanchunas, like, if he gets 27 minutes, he could absolutely smash here, like, at 6K. Those are the two guys I'm looking at, but I can't really, like, maybe triple J there if he doesn't end up fouling out, which I don't know if he will. 
Uh, at 4,800, like, has huge potential upside going against Charlotte. I just always worry about the fouling out. But 4,800 seems a little bit too cheap here. Like, I'm trying to figure out exactly who to go with, and I'm having a little bit of trouble. I don't know. Tell me. Like, all I've got is Morant, Valentunas, and Triple J. Oh, Triple J is the play, right? Like, he's coming off of three games now in a row that he's played over 30 minutes ever since he's going to kind of come back here. You always worry about foul trouble. You never play him in cash games because of the foul trouble, but the ceiling for tournaments at 4,800 is massive. He just went up and put up 44 fantasy points against the Spurs. This is a much better matchup. So I, I like him. I like Morant too. I, I think this is a good spot for Morant. I know that, you know, he's only been playing in the mid twenties in minutes, but look at his matchups. Like he, he just faced the Spurs. He just faced the magic. Those are two really slow paced teams, especially with the Orlando magic. Um, so I, I just think that this is a game that we see a little bit more pace, a little less defense. And I think Morant could see maybe 28 minutes in this game. And it's all about shooting the ball. Well, too, it's had two really bad games shooting the ball. And that has a lot to do with, um, you know, defense as well. So I, I think this is the spot to play Morant and uh, triple J. I don't mind Valentinus, but his minutes, um, they, they went up a little bit against the Spurs the other night, but I just – I don't know. I think that until I see him consistently play in that high 20 minutes, I just can't play him most nights. Yeah, understandable. Yeah, looking at Morant, the last three good up-paced matches he had, Minnesota, Houston, Phoenix, he crushed his price tag, and he is down 1,100. So, yeah, I guess it's Triple J and Morant. Yeah, nothing else really standing out to me. Like – Kyle Anderson is okay. Dylan Brooks has been playing really solid in minutes, um, but you know he's so inconsistent that it's tough to trust him. So on a seven-gamer here, I'm looking at Morant and Triple J. And then on the Charlotte side, they finally raised the price of my boy Devontae Graham. He's been absolutely crushing for us. Um, you know, we, we've talked about him a ton. And the pace bump is there for Charlotte in this game. Like, you know, Charlotte's a team – that's pretty middle of the road in pace and Memphis is playing at the six fastest pace this, this season. So the bump in pace is there for Charlotte. Uh, what are you looking at here for the Hornets? I mean, with the pace bump, Graham, like, even though he like keeps going up in price tag, he's still like crushing and yeah, still crushing it. And now there's a perfect matchup for him here. So, I mean, we saw what he get, did last pace up game against the Pelicans went for 50 points. Like, Graham's a fantastic play here. Washington has been great recently, but he did just play 37 minutes in this last game versus Philly. So, uh, he's very much in play. Bridges at 4,900. I know he had a bad game versus Philly, but he's very much in play here. Like, I'm going to be taking bits and pieces of this game all over the place. I don't know if I trust Zeller's minutes here. Like, still, if he plays upper, upper 20 minutes, probably not going to be really enough for me. He's a fine play, but I think I'd rather go with the other pieces in Graham, Washington, Bridges. Um, yeah, and now, it's, now my computer's trying to tell me to restart my computer. Remind me of tomorrow. I hate those things. Those are the best. Um, you know, I, I think you can look at Terry Rozier. He got in foul trouble against Philly. I don't really worry about his minutes too much. This is a extremely low price point. I think it's the lowest price point of the season for Rozier. Like at, at 30, at 30, mid 30 minutes here, assuming this game stays close and he plays his normal amount of minutes, he could absolutely crush here. And I don't have an issue playing him and Graham together 
just because Rozier's price is so far down. Like, and I think he he might just be a guy that kind of gets overlooked because he's been priced up and hasn't been a producing. But like this price tag on Rozier is phenomenal. So um, Graham Rozier, really my targets here. Zeller, it seems like they removed that minutes limit after coming back from injury for him. So I'm not too worried about him playing in the upper tier of minutes, but I just don't think this matchup is great for him. But yeah, this is a game that I definitely want to attack. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even notice Rogier's price tag. That's silly. so it's low, Grant. Yeah, and it's just because of two blowouts in the last three games, yeah. or foul trouble, and then a blowout three games ago. Like he probably he really shouldn't be this low. That's a silly price tag in this matchup. Hey, I'll I'll, I'll take it. That's fine, man. Yeah. Like, no no issues here. Not going to complain. Philly at Orlando, no total in this one. Um, it is a back-to-back for Philly. They rested Al Horford on Tuesday. It seems like a prime spot for them to rest and bead on Wednesday. There was a report that came out after the game that said could miss this game on Wednesday against the Orlando Magic on the second half of a back-to-back. Um, so watch that. Um, ben Simmons came back on uh, Tuesday. He played uh, with the shoulder. I guess it's good, but – this is a big-time question mark for Philly, um, for sure. Uh, what do you like here for the 76ers? I mean, if Embiid's in, probably nothing. True. If Embiid's out, then Simmons, Harris, Horford, Richardson. Like, it's not a fast-paced matchup, but without Embiid, like, there's so much usage to go around there. All these guys are priced super low. So, if it all depends on Embiid's status. If he's in, I'm just going to stay away. If he's out, then Simmons, Harris – Horford, Richardson are all all great plays. Harris probably being my favorite of the group punch there, followed by Simmons, followed by Horford. But there's also the possibility that Simmons could sit down on the second of a back-to-back after coming back from an injury. So it all depends on what news we get. But if Embiid is out, then I will be playing a lot of these guys. Yeah, you're just going to have to adjust to the news here as it comes out. But if Embiid sits, Horford is a fantastic play, especially after getting the night off on Tuesday. He's going to be fresh. So I, I like Horford a lot if Embiid is out. Um, ben Simmons is 6,800. 6,800. Um, and you can play him at small forward. So if Embiid sits and Ben Simmons plays, he played 35 minutes. He averaged over a fantasy point per minute. His price went down $600 after putting up 36 fantasy points. So um, Ben Simmons gets a usage bump every time Embiid's off the floor. So I love Simmons. Um I don't mind Tobias, and I don't mind Richardson, like you mentioned. Um, I would probably stay away from, like, Korkmaz and those guys, even if they draw starts. Um, you know, really not really liking those guys. Um, and then on the Magic side, like, if you like revenge and you like narratives, like, Fultz going up against Philadelphia here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess I don't mind the call there. He, If he gets – maybe he gets a few – like extra minutes in this matchup here just because of the revenge narrative. I think uh, Clifford actually said that he's going to ramp up Fultz's match. So I guess this is a perfect spot here. 4,100. Like if I'm playing, if Embiid's out and I'm playing a bunch of guys on the Philly side, I pretty much, I want to bring it back with someone. And yeah, Fultz is a decent play here. Isaac, I don't mind too much. 6,200. There's definitely some upside of that price tag. And even Voos, like if Embiid's out, 8,300 seems like a little bit too cheap considering they've put up 51, 59, 48 in the last three games here. So, like, 
Yeah, if Embiid's out, like, I'm probably going to be stacking this game up a decent amount, even though it's not going to be a high-scoring or a high-paced game. Yeah, um, if Embiid sits, I think Isaac is a fantastic play. Um, you know, whoever draws the start there, it should be a good matchup for Jonathan Isaac. And I like the Vooch call if Embiid is out. Um, if Embiid plays, do we just stay away from this game? Like, yeah, it, there's it, too it, many it, other good spots on this slate. Like, there's way yeah. too many good slot spots. This is going to be a slow-paced game. Like, I think you can still play Simmons at 6,800 if Embiid plays, but it's not a great spot. It's too slow of a matchup. And, like, we've only got – like, we already said we love the Charlotte game. We got the Boston game coming up. We got the Minnesota game. We got the Portland game. Like, there's a lot of very good games and a lot of cheap guys, so – there's no need to go with this game if Embiid is playing. Yeah, and if you play over on FanDuel, um, Aaron Gordon is really cheap on FanDuel. I don't mind that. Um, if Embiid does get ruled out, I don't mind Aaron Gordon at 5,700 on FanDuel. Um, he, he was just somebody that I had noticed that he was really cheap over there. So, wanted to bring that up. Um, moving on here, we got Washington at Boston, 228 total. Um, Boston's favored by nine. Mahimi is still out on the Washington side. Hayward is out. And Daniel Tice got hurt the other night. He's doubtful. Um, all right, Grant, let's start with the Washington side of things. You know, one of the things that I noticed when I was doing a little bit of research before we got started here was Isaiah Thomas. Um, he's been a guy that's been playing 20 to 24 minutes a night. Played 29 minutes against Cleveland the other night, and I didn't see anything um, coming out of that game about, you know, injuries or anything like that. So I have to think that, like, this might be a new norm to see Isaiah Thomas minutes back up. And you know who he used to play for? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, revenge narrative that did not work out great with Bobby Portis last night. But, um, yeah, I want to play so many guys from the Boston side of things that I need to bring it back, and there's really just – Probably three options for me. Um, it's Thomas, just based on the revenge narrative. It's Bryant, just the upside if he plays in the mid-30s, especially if Tice is out. And Bradley Beal has not been great recently, but he's probably a guy I'll throw in a little bit. It's not a great matchup for him. He's obviously like gotten a little bit of a hit with Thomas being in the lineup, but he has just shot terrible over the last what four or five games. 8 for 21, 12 for 29, 8 for 17, 8 for 19. And from beyond the arc, he's shooting like 20% over the last four games. That's got to regress, like, at some point. He's coming into this game with a few days off. So, um, yeah, those are the three guys that I'd probably look at over on the Washington side. Yeah. Um, I was just trying to see if there's anybody else that I wanted to bring up. I like the Thomas Bryant call. I really like the price for Isaiah Thomas. I think he's a really good tournament play on this slate. Um, nobody else really standing out to me as far as the Washington side goes. Um, you know, Troy Brown got the start the other day, but only played 19 minutes because Cleveland was playing kind of big, and they ended up playing Thomas Bryant, Bertans, and um, Hachimarera for the um, whole fourth quarter. So – I don't really see a lot on the Washington side. Beal, Thomas, Thomas Bryant, really it for me. Um, Boston side, you know, we talked about this the other day on the podcast. I think it was um, me and Killer B. I loved Jalen Brown the other day, and he went absolutely bonkers. Um, 
I still think Jalen Brown has upside at 7,300 in this matchup against Washington. I think Jalen Brown has upside in this matchup. Tatum, we haven't really seen a big game out of him recently. This is a perfect spot. Like 7,500, I still have some interest in him. Uh, Kemba, I don't, he's probably my least favorite of the three, but still has 55, 60-point upside here. He's priced at 86, which is actually cheaper than he's been the last few games. So all three of those guys are fantastic plays. Without Tyson there, Robert Williams, 3,900, could be one of the best plays on the slate here going up against Washington. It really – okay, so here's the thing. Cantor came back. He played, what, what was it, like five, six minutes or something like that um, off the bench. So, I, I just – I think that Robert Williams is a guy – like, Tice played 22 minutes and Williams played 17 minutes the other night. Like, combined, it's 39 minutes. So, even if Cantor gets up to, like, 15-ish minutes, like, that's still – Still 27 to 28 minutes for Williams. Um, assuming that Williams draws the start and Cantor comes off the bench again, like 3,900, he's one of the best value plays on the slate. Um, but yeah, like I don't want to hate on Kimba, but I would, I think that he's in play, but I would much rather have Tatum and Brown. I think Marcus Smart's prices come up a little bit too much for me to like him over on like DraftKings. But, you know, even on FanDuel, Marcus Smart's like 6,300. And that's just, it's just a tough ask. Like I could see him getting 5X, but I don't really see him necessarily getting 7X. Um, so yeah, like Robert Williams, if you're punting center on FanDuel makes a ton of sense, but you know, the opportunity cost too with Cat and Vooch, Capella, Whiteside, those guys. Um, you're really going to need a good game out of Williams on FanDuel if you're going to play him over there. Yeah. Yeah. So, a lot of, lot of interest in this one. Uh, again, like, love the Hornets game, love the Boston game, love the Spurs, Timberwolves game. The rest of these games are just there. Um, Clippers at Houston. Paul George, questionable, potentially making his debut. Um, Shamit is out. And then on the Houston side, some interesting news here. Eric Gordon is out. Um, Gerald Green is still out. And then Daniel House is questionable, but more on the doubtful side from what I was reading. Let's start with the Clippers here. You know, obviously, Paul George can make an impact depending on how many minutes he plays. But I think the biggest thing is, like, we're seeing a, 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 a career high in usage for Kawhi. And obviously you have to think that kind of comes down here um, with Paul George coming into the mix. Yeah, absolutely. Paul George ends up playing, even if he only plays 26 minutes, that gives a decent downgrade to Kawhi here who like, it's a great matchup, obviously going up against Houston, it's going to be a high scoring game and it's going to be a lot of points here. But if Paul George is in the mix and he's going to play even mid 20 minutes here, that's a just big, big downtick for Kawhi here. I still have a little bit of interest in him. But probably the two guys I'm really looking at are uh, Montrezl and Lou Williams. Like, both those guys coming off the bench in this type of high-paced matchup. Both used to play for Houston, fun fact. Um, like, I, I, I think they're the two better ones to go. Their prices are up high enough where it's a little rough. But still, even coming off the bench, they could put up massive outings here in a short period of time. Montrezl's price tag's a little bit tougher to swallow. 
but he's been putting up just massive numbers recently. Grand one was in a start, but if he gets mid thirties minutes, then he could just still do probably get 50, 55 points here. So those are two guys I'm looking at, but I feel like a matchup against Houston. I mean, Paul George just kind of throws things off. So we'll see. Is, is Kawhi still pretty good play? That was bad words. Words were not good there. <laughs> I probably, if George wasn't playing, I think Kawhi would be like a top three play on the slate. I think yeah. that he's out of that. Like, and the thing is, like, he's not, like, he's ninety seven hundred, which is the second highest price of the season for him. So it's not like he's priced like Paul George is coming back. Like, if he's nine K here, maybe we fire up some shots, but. We've kind of seen recently, too, um, with Kawhi, he hasn't been taking as many shots, um, and, like, he's been, you know, getting more assists and hitting these guys. So, I don't know what to do with Kawhi here. Um, If I'm playing one team, probably not playing him. If I'm playing three teams, probably not playing him. If I'm playing 20-plus, then I'd probably play him on one or two, a few teams. But I I wouldn't go crazy here with Kawhi. Yeah. Not cheap. He's expensive. Like, yeah, there's a lot of good plays on the slate. Yeah, depending on injury news, too. Like, we have the, uh, you know, Lakers on the back-to-back where, you know, Anthony Davis has been dealing with a little bit of a bum shoulder. And, you know, LeBron, you know, could be a lock. Or if LeBron sits, like, you know, we have a lot of injury news to be paying attention to on these back-to-backs all season long. So, um, I, I do agree with you on Lou Williams. I like this spot for him. I worry about Harold just getting there with his price being increased so much. Like he had a $1,300 price increase here. Like the, he hasn't been over 7k all season and now he's 7,700. So I probably don't play a lot of Harold. I do like the Lou Williams call. Um, you know, Shamit being out should open up a few extra minutes too, but you know, Paul George coming back, could he up those minutes too? So who knows, but um, Jamichael Green's been playing really good too. I don't know if I necessarily go there on this slate. Uh, yeah, just... on this slate, there's too much value. Yeah, so um the Houston side, man oh man. Um is this a spot like I hate to even say this, but is this a spot where like Austin Rivers plays like twenty-five to twenty-eight minutes? <laughs> it could be. And like, I mean no house and no Eric Gordon. Like that second unit is just who wants the usage on the second unit? Like, the second unit usage is just open right now for Houston in this game. Yeah. I mean, Rivers at 3,700. I like that call. Yeah, he could get – I mean, we saw against Golden State, he got 27 minutes. We could see a high 20s-minute game for him here. Yeah, I like that call and Ben McLemore is expected to start for what it's worth. Like, that was already announced. So, like, Austin Rivers could really be the second unit, just 15 shot attempts. Yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, the thing is, like, the way the rotation works, Westbrook or Harden is pretty much going to be on the floor at all times. So I don't think he can take that much of a usage bump, but still a pretty decent one when you're considering that Gordon and House are both out. So I like that call there. Like, I don't think I want to play Harden for 11-7, getting likely the – Kawhi or Paul George defense at any given time. Like, I don't know if I want to – like, Westbrook's probably the guy I'd rather go with at 8-9. He hasn't been playing great recently, but his price tag is kind of at the spot where he can still have a big upset game. Um, 
has been shooting fantastic from beyond the arc all season long, but that could revert at some point here. Like with Kawhi or Paul George on Harden here, I could see Westbrook going for a decent game. Capella's been playing just a boatload of minutes recently. He's priced up a little bit, but nothing crazy considering what he's been producing at. So I don't mind him. Grant, the other ones were good matchups, and this one is not as good, but he could still do, still pay off his price tag here. So Rivers, Westbrook, Capella are probably the three guys I'm looking at here. Yeah, so Westbrook, you know, obviously getting a, a, a massive downgrade with um, Capella on the court as far as rebounds go. But um, I, I think this is the spot that you have to look at Westbrook. Uh, I think he's a phenomenal play here. Um, like, again, like you talked about it, they don't typically play a lot of minutes without one of Westbrook or Harden on the floor um, and, like, how they work their rotations. But, again, like, for me – I'm just I'm playing I'm playing Westbrook I'm playing Harden um, I like both of these guys a lot you know like look at look at the shot attempts for Harden recently and we've talked about this a lot recently but man the shot attempts are just insane right now 23 plus and four straight like he's just chucking so you know you're paying up for him but there's so much value today it's it's really easy to make it work so yeah I guess a lot of it kind of depends on the Lakers scenario. Yeah, you know, you you go down to Westbrook and get in an Anthony Davis or LeBron or, Braun or one of them sits. So, yeah, um, in bead situation. But a lot of those Philly guys are cheap. So, interesting slate, Grant. It's an interesting yeah. slate. Tough one um, to break down the night before. For sure. But that that's always what makes it fun. Like, you listen to this and you go and um, – there's just one more name that I wanted to throw out there. I, I know, like – he is a dud walking, but um, I do not hate P.J. Tucker today. I think P.J. Tucker plays 40 minutes in this game. Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind that call. I'm not going to do it, but I don't mind it. All right, maybe not 40. 37. Well, even if he does, like, even if he does play those minutes, it's still, you never know if he's going to do too much in him. <laughs> like, aren't they just going to throw him out there to guard Paul George or um, Kawhi? Like, isn't that like, hey, P.J., go do your thing. I would have to assume that he's going to get a boatload of minutes, but just what he's actually done with his, like his usage recently. But like, I don't know, I guess with some of the other injuries, like if he's out there the entire time, he could potentially see a usage up, uptick at times. Man, I really hate that FanDuel has Austin Rivers as a point guard. He's minimum salary today. I really wish he was a shooting guard. Yeah. Anyway. All right, moving on. We got San Antonio at Minnesota, two twenty-seven and a half total here. Minnesota favored by two in this game. Um, nothing on the Spurs side, which always means pop. Watch out. Um, and then on the Minnesota side, Napier is doubtful, Teague is questionable, and Jordan Bell is doubtful. Um, let's start with the Spurs here. Spurs playing a little bit faster pace this season. I think Dejounte Murray has a lot to do with that. Um, but Minnesota top five in pace this season. What do we like here for the Spurs? I mean, DeRozan's in play at that price tag. I don't love him. Like, same thing with Aldridge. Maybe it's because I get them wrong so often, but I think there's a pretty decent Aldridge spot here uh, at 6,600. I think he has, definitely has some upside. I do like DeJounte Murray. Um, still probably only going to play mid-20s minutes, but still has 45-point upside, especially in a fast-paced matchup like this versus Minnesota. Like, those are really the two guys I probably want to go with. Um Gay could potentially see a little bit of an uptick in minutes here. 
5K, like maybe on a different slate, I'd take a shot with him. But on this slate, I think we're going to probably cross him off the list. Like it's probably just Aldridge and Murray for me. Yeah, um, those are the two guys that I like. I think DeRozan's okay. It's just, you know, DeRozan seems to either score a lot or kind of fill up the stat sheet. He's not doing it all at the same time. Like, he's going to have games where he's going to have big games. I don't hate it, but probably not going to go there. I like LaMarcus. I like uh, Murray. I don't hate Rudy Gay, but we have so much value today. I don't think we necessarily need Rudy Gay. And the bench guys, unless somebody gets ruled out, not going there. Um, let's go over to the Minnesota side of things. Um, man, this seems like a spot that Cat could crush. Um, if Teague is out, do we just keep playing Wiggins? His price tag's getting up there, but yeah, if Teague's out, like you can't argue with what Wiggins has done recently. The shot attempts are just through the roof here. I mean, we're talking about James Harden shooting a bunch. Wiggins is pretty much at the same amount of volume recently. He's getting a few peripheral stats here. Like he's getting assists. He's getting some rebounds, some boards like seven, nine, if Teague is out, like it's still not the greatest matchup in the world, but it still is a spot where he can absolutely crush his price tag here. So yeah, Wiggins is definitely in play here. And then cat, like just, you can play cat every single night. He got into some foul trouble in Detroit last time. So that's why he only, only ended up with 50. Um, but like, this isn't a great spot, but still a spot where he can put up 70 points. 9-3 is not a bad price tag. I really like Cat here, but it's really just probably those two for me. Like, I don't really see myself going with any of these other ancillary guys in a matchup versus San Antonio. Oh, I feel the Okaji troll coming, but I'm probably not going to go there either. Um, there's so much value today. I don't think I necessarily have to go. But, yeah, like, I, I like, like, a, a three- or four-man stack here with the top-end guys. And, you know, especially if Jeff Teague – or, you know, Jeff Teague sits. If Jeff Teague plays, he's 4,600, um, assuming that he'd play his normal amount of minutes um, with just an illness. So, um, again, like, we would have to get some kind of situation or, or you know, status on that. But 4,600, um, I'd play Teague at that if he was going to get his normal amount of minutes. So, um, Wiggins, by the way, 31% usage um, when when Wiggins is on the floor and Teague and Napier are off the floor. So massive usage right now. Um, ball in his hand a lot. So um, nothing that we don't know. Moving on though, we got Golden State um, heading to LA to face the Lakers. It's a back to back for the Lakers. We don't have a total in this one. Steph Curry is out. Looney is out. Um, Damian Lee is out. Uh, if that tilts your needle at all. And then Spellman is questionable. Let's start with Golden State Warriors. Uh, what do you like here for Golden State? No one except for Russell. And, I mean, maybe WCS. Maybe Draymond just because of his price tag being cheap. But, like, it, it's probably just Russell for me. And, I mean, they're going up against the best defensive team in the league here. It's not a great matchup. It's not projected to be close. I mean, maybe – Depending on if we get anyone being rested in this game, things could change. But as of right now, like Russell, only guy I'd really think about, the volume is going to be there, especially going up against the team that traded him away to Brooklyn. Um, like Russell's really the only guy I would think about. I know it's a revenge narrative a few times removed or a while removed, but uh, he's 8,100. Like even in a tough matchup, he has 70-point upside. 
Yeah, just the shot attempts, again, like usage and usage of minutes over defensive matchups for me always. Um, I say it all season long. Really like Russell here. Um, Draymond, you know, he only played 22 minutes, and before he got hurt, they did say that they were, they were really going to monitor his minutes. But, um, you know, he got ejected. So I don't know. Like, it, it's really tough to say, like, how much was he going to play. But, um, you know, just a note there. I will say with Lee being out, we could potentially see, um, you know, Burks get back up to, like, 30 minutes here potentially. So maybe I like him as a large field tournament play, but his price is up, but we, we've seen him be able to crush even at this price point. So uh, really like Russell, those other guys that I mentioned secondary plays for me, uh, Lakers are all going to depend on the news. Um, if LeBron and Anthony Davis both play, this game probably turns into a blowout um, and they might not play their full amount of minutes anyway. So I'm going to be very iffy on the Lakers unless we get some news. Yeah, yeah, kind of the same. Although I'd like Anthony Davis's price tag of ninety four hundred going up against the Warriors. Like, I think even in the chance of a blowout, I'd still take a shot on him. LeBron at ten seven probably a little bit too constrictive there, considering the blowout risk. Um, Rondo yeah. is out, by the way. Didn't want to interrupt you, but like they announced that Rondo is not going to play. Yeah, I figured as much. Um, yeah, it's Davis would be the main guy I want to go with, pretty much. Regardless, and if Davis sits, then James is definitely in play going up against Golden State. What if they both sit? <laughs> and I hate the slate. Um, like, would we just load up on, like, Kuzma? I, I don't even know. Like, I don't want that situation to happen, but what if it does? Like, Danny Green, Kyle Kuzma, Avery Bradley, KCP? Like, I don't know. Golden State yeah. doesn't play defense, so like they yeah, would all, all those guys be... can crush. Yeah, Dwight Howard. <laughs> like, oh, I don't want that situation to happen. I'm just saying it wouldn't shock me if they just punt one here. Yeah, it wouldn't shock me at all. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's like, the night before. Like again, like if the Lakers lose to the Sun on uh, the Suns on Tuesday, maybe they don't punt this game, but. I think they could sit some guys here and still win this game. So, again, I just – we've got to watch the news here. And this is a 10 o'clock game. They have to give us um, injury designations um, at 1 p.m. local time. So, about 4 o'clock on the East Coast, we should know um, if we have any Lakers news here. So, don't build any lineups early in the day, that's for sure. Um, at least if you're not going to be able to edit them. All right, Grant, uh, moving on to the last game we got here. Toronto at Portland, 221 total. Portland favored by three in this game. OG is out. Abaka is out. Kyle Lowry's out. And Patrick McCall is out. It is a back-to-back for Portland. But there's a total in this game, so it doesn't really, really pin the needle or move the needle at all. I don't think we see Dame or anybody sit here. Um, what do we like here for Toronto? I mean, Siakam at 8-7 going up against Portland. Fast-paced team. Massive amount of upside there, especially with the other guys out of the lineup. Van Vliet, price tag is up a bit, but still he's going to play high 30s minutes. Got a shot at 50, really like him. RHJ could potentially get the start here, could potentially get a decent amount of minutes. We saw him go for 29 last game with OG out. He's a guy that's probably way too cheap and can absolutely crush here. He could be one of the best plays on the state or on the slate. And then Bocher, 
4,300. I don't hate it. It's definitely not a bad play here, and he could absolutely crush, especially – and he could see a good amount of minutes considering all the injuries. Yeah, so Ronnie Alice Jefferson checked in uh, for OG as soon as he got hurt. Um, and OG got hurt really early in that game. Like, he only played, um, I think, two minutes or right at two minutes, right under two minutes. So, like, Rondé Hollis-Jefferson blueprint is there. Um, who knows if he would have played or how much he would have played if OG didn't get hurt, but OG's out this game. So, um, I like Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, like you said. Norman Norman Powell played a ton of minutes. Um, Siakam, Van Vliet are the top-end options here. They're going to play a ton, and – I don't hate um, Chris Boucher um, here. I think that he's definitely a value guy. Like, this should be a close game. It has a high total. Uh, I think this is one of the games, another one of those games that you're really going to want to get exposure to. It's two of the top ten teams in pace. And Portland shouldn't blow out Toronto here minus Kyle Lowry because they're on a back-to-back. So, uh, love this game. Portland side – I love the love the idea of running it back with Lillard or Whiteside here. Um, you know, Whiteside's already shown us that he can play over 30 minutes on a back-to-back, and he's been absolutely crushing. And they he only really played 21 it. tonight, I think. Even better, like even better. Like, did he get in foul trouble or something? Probably. Um, but, I think he got into some foul trouble, and I'm double checking just to make sure the game just ended not too long ago. Yeah, 21 minutes, got in foul trouble, so he should be a bit more rested today even better but he is dealing with a foot sprain um so we gotta i guess we watch that news because scalabassier or somebody like that um would be like a extreme value play if that happens but i could see this game going small and i meant to I mentioned that with busher and like that kind of concerns me a little bit um but like baysmore and those guys could all be interesting but what do you like here for portland I mean, it's Damon, it's Whiteside. Bring it back if you're playing some Toronto guys. Outside of them, probably no one. Like, maybe if Hood plays at 3,500, potentially not a terrible idea, but probably not a great one. It's really just Hood, Whiteside, and then if you're not playing – or Lillard, Whiteside, and if you're not playing Lillard, McCollum's been playing well recently and could potentially be in for a decent game here. He's playing – high 30s minutes, low 40s minutes every single night. And so he's going to be in there for a long time. He's only 6,300. Generally don't like playing McCollum, but he's averaging over 20 shots a game the last four games. Chucking. Um, if Hood sits again, I think you can continue to load up on Baysmore. Um, 34 minutes against Atlanta, played 33 minutes against Sacramento. Um, he's just playing a ton of minutes with Rodney Hood out, so – just slid right into that Rodney Hood role. So, um, anything else from this one? Nope. All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we're going to get out of here. Um, this is one of those ones that you're really going to be watching news throughout the day. Um, you know, we, we give you guys a first look podcast each and every day. Hopefully, um, everyone enjoys. Uh, give me your favorite play under 5K to 7X. I'm probably taking your guy, I have a feeling. Um, Triple J. Yeah, I like Triple J. Um, we talked about him quite a bit. Love this spot for him. Uh, I'll take Rondé Hollis-Jefferson. I do. Triple J was probably the guy that I was going to take, too. Uh, over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust today? Uh, this one's 
tough. I could go easy and go with Paul George, but I won't do that. Um, gosh, there's not really a lot of guys. I'm going James Harden just because it's price tag and defensive matchup. Can I say Embiid, and if he gets ruled out and gets a zero, I win? Night before call? Like, I mean, I guess <laughs> I could have gone with Anthony Davis. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'll take Kimba. I do think Kimba gets 5X, but I think that he's probably my least favorite in this range. So I'll go Kimba. Um, give me your favorite 6X play on the slate. You know what? I'm going to go Jason Tatum. I like that one. Kind of backing up my Kimba call there. Yeah. Oh, man. There's a bunch today that I really like. But I'm going to stick to a guy that I've just been playing a ton of. And I'm not going to stop now. Give me Devontae Graham. By the way, one of the morning grind listeners took down the windmill, apparently. There we go. Good for them. I love to see it. Uh, let's get weird GPP play of the day, Graham. Who do you got? Uh. Maybe I'm stealing your guys, your guy, but Fultz. Oh, I like that. Oh, I like that. Um, man, I guess. I don't know. Like, I don't know who my get weird GPP play today is. There's so many like good plays today. That it's hard to get off the board. Um, I'm kind of stalling. Do you think? Do you think Wiggins continues to be underowned? Maybe it's not really off the board GPP play though. Yeah, I still think he'll be owned. Give me Austin Rivers. I like it. I like that one a lot. Um, all right, Grant, give me your favorite DFS contest that you're looking at today. Um, our game selection question. I swear, man, I get more tweets about this particular game question than any other game questions that we do. I mean, it's probably on um, a night like tonight, cash is going to be semi-straightforward, but people are going to make mistakes. So same thing I do most nights, the, the 10K 50-50 slash actually double up because rate free over on fantasy draft. All right, fair enough. I had somebody reach out to me today and ask me to do a FanDuel one today. So I'm going to go over to FanDuel, um, and they are they're asking for, like, a good tournament to build bankroll. So I'm going to say the $10 13K NBA Dime, it's a single-entry $10 tournament. It's only 1,529 people in this tournament. It pays 23% of the field. Min cash is 2X. Top 10 is only getting 34%. If you have the if you have the nut type of lineup, you're gonna make fifteen hundred on ten bucks. You can't beat that. That's awesome. And the fact that it pays out twenty three percent with a min cash of two x, really like this tournament. If you're building a bankroll over there on Fanduel, check it out. Um, you know, I always like the single entry um, tournaments when you're building bankroll. I still personally like them playing now. So, uh, Grant, give me your favorite over under. Um. I'm going to go with the under on the Lakers game. All right. We don't have that one yet, so whatever it opens It's 228.5. There you go, 228.5. Um, I'm going to take the over in the Charlotte game. I like the over in that game. I think that, that game is going to be interesting. That total may not actually be on the board anymore, but 
the under regardless. Fair enough. Whatever it, whatever it reopens at, Grant's take the under. He doesn't like that one. Um, so that's going to wrap it up. Any final thoughts before we get out of here? Nope, I got nothing. I need to go to bed. Going to sleep it is. All right. That's going to wrap it up here. Um, really quick. I just want to give a shout out to – I just saw the tweet you were talking about. Um, Mitch, good. Congratulations. Taking it down. Um, there you go. Love to see it. Um, congrats on taking down the windmill. And um, had a few other tweets too. So awesome, awesome day. Um, glad everyone had a good one. Let's uh, keep it rolling here on Wednesday. We'll be back talking football on Thursday. Uh, good luck in your contest, and we'll see you guys then. Take it.